Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. Lord, do you hear my voice? Do you hear my cry? I need your touch. Lord, do you hear me? Do you hear my voice? I have so many questions. Lord, do you hear my cry? I'm crying out to you. Where are you, Lord? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, my friends, good morning. I tell you, I got up this morning and I was just thanking my Heavenly Father for another day of life and another day of breath, my friends. Another day of purpose. I hope that you have awakened, excited to dive into the Word of God. Irregardless to how your week went, it's now the weekend. Embrace it. Rejuvenate yourself with the Word of God so that you can get sparked again, given the strength you need, the understanding, the wisdom, and the knowledge, everything that God gives us according to his word to allow us to continue everyday life, our purpose, our destiny, and as well in meeting everyday life circumstances. So my, and situations at hand, right? Because we're all dealing with something in our lives. So my friends, thank you again for joining us this morning. As you know, we're going to be continuing this morning and reading in the book of Habakkuk. And I, I, you know, I know last week I said Habakkuk, and then some people said to me it's Habakkuk, and and I'm and someone else said it's Habakkuk, and I'm like. It's just H-A-B-A-K-K-U-K. <laughs> you don't know which chapter I'm referring to, the way I'm speaking about it. That is the chapter, H-A-B-A-K-K-U-K. So for me, it's just easy to say <laughs> Habakkuk. For some people, it's Habakkuk, uh, Habakkuk. Okay, whichever way you can say it, that's what matters. But it's about the word. And we're going to be diving in today, continuing where we left off last week. And before we get into the next section, I want to uh, reiterate something about what I spoke about last week. You know, last week, is uh, just give you a quick recap. You know, um, this is a prophet of God um, who was experiencing and seeing everything that was happening on the land. And he was actually asking God a question and asking God the question to the, the to the fact of, don't you see what's happening? Why is this unfolding in front of my eyes? And um, I spoke about prophets and how prophets were, you know, some prophets were well respected and others were disrespected. And I spoke about how 
and the prophets, you know, we we really adhere to their words. We adhere to the message that God is giving us through them. They're the messengers. But I want you to also understand that when I am referring to this particular chapter, it is specific to this prophet. Because I do know that some people said to me, well, you know what? There are, were some false prophets back then. Yes, there were. There were many people that were claiming to have heard directly from God, but they were not hearing from God. They were worshiping other gods and using witchcraft and wizardry and things of that nature. So I'm not referring to those prophets. Yes, we did know that even at that time, they did exist, false prophets, just like they do today. False prophets do exist today. But I'm referring to this particular prophet as the word is telling it to us. So my friends, we're going to continue to pick up just so I wanted that clarity so you would understand what I was referring to. Uh, Because let me tell you something, when you are receiving a word from a prophet, even in today's time, 2021, and it doesn't really resonate with your spirit, it's not uh, connecting with you, uh, that's something that you go to God with because uh, you will get confirmation from a prophet, uh, from God, the Holy Spirit, of a word that a prophet gives you. It'll resonate with your spirit. If some of you know what I mean, you know exactly what I mean. So we're going to dive in, continuing, starting at, we're in chapter one, and we're going to pick up at verse five. And this is what it says. This is what God's answer, the Lord's answer is to the prophet. The Lord says, look among the nations and watch. Be utterly astounded, for I will work a work in your days, which you would not believe, though it were told you. For indeed I am raising up the Chaldeans, a bitter and hasty nation, which marches through the breadth of the earth to possess dwelling places that are not theirs. They are terrible and dreadful. Their judgment and their dignity proceed from themselves. Their horses also are swifter than leopards and more fierce than evening wolves. Their chargers charge ahead. Their cavalry comes from afar. They fly as the eagle that hastens to eat. They all come for violence. Their faces are set like the east wind. They gather captives like sand. They scoff at kings, and princes are scorned by them. They deride every stronghold, for they heap up earthen wounds and seize it. Then his mind changes and he transgresses. He commits offense ascribing this power to his God. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the word that is so deep. In Habakkuk chapter 1, verses 5 through 11. And we thank you, Lord, because the answer that you are giving the prophet is so clear, so specific, so identified. Um, And God sees everything, Lord, and we know that. So we thank you for the answer he has given to the prophet. 
And this same answer is something we can apply to our lives today. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. My friends, you know, God, God is sitting on the throne, man. He sees everything. Nothing passes by him. If you ever think that God is not seeing certain things or only seeing certain people and not seeing, you know, what might be happening from the north, south, east, or west. No, 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 my friends. He sees it all. He sees every detail of everyone's life. He sees every situation that's happening in nations. He sees every situation that's happening in communities. He sees everything that's happening in your neighborhood. And he definitely sees everything that's happening in your home, as well as in your workplace and any other areas like your church or anywhere else where you visit. God is in the midst and present. And when he's giving the prophet the answer that the prophet asked about, it was like pretty much like, imagine it like this. (laughs) God is just chilling. He is seeing every detail. He says to the prophet, yeah, of course I'm seeing what I'm seeing. Remember, because the prophet asked him, Don't you see what's happening here? Don't you see what's going on? Don't you see what the people are doing? Don't you see how how things are happening really bad? God was like, of course I do. Real calm and collective and chilled. (laughs) Because, you know, God is like, I see it all. I know exactly what's happening. I know the people that have risen up and done stuff. I know them all by name because I created each and every one of them. I know what they're doing. I know how they're thinking. I know how they're reacting. And I know that their actions are out of place with what I want for them in their lives. I mean, he's literally just saying it. So he goes, look, among the nations and watch, be utterly astounded. For I will work a work in your days, which you would not believe, though it were told you. (laughs) That's God saying, look, I see everything that is happening with every community, every nation, everything. The United States of America, another country. I see what's happening in Israel. I see what's happening in Russia. I see what's happening in China. I see what's happening in Iran, Iraq. I mean, he just sees it all. He sees every detail. It does not go unnoticed. And what he's also saying here is that he's going to do a work in that particular situation, in that particular chaoticness that, that the prophet is seeing, and that he's definitely going to do a miraculous work in those days, that even if he told us what the outcome was going to be of what we were seeing, so because in God's word, it specifically say that he will turn something from bad to good, right? He's going to take that situation and he's going to bring something major out of it. Whether it's a learning lesson, whether it's unification again, whether it's it's about a revival, whether it's about, you know, communities um, uh, coming together, 
whether it's brothers and sisters of all colors, you know, um, cultures, races, backgrounds, coming together as a community, seeing eye to eye, not being against each other. God is going to do something major in that situation. Many times, my friends, we are just looking at the things on the surface, right? So the prophet, although he was a prophet, he still was seeing those things with his eyes. He was seeing everything that was on the surface. And many times, my friends, that's what we do. We just see things on the surface. We don't see beyond it. And what God is trying to explain to us is we got to look beyond the surface. We got to look deeper. We got to see that behind that, there is something else. There's something else that God is working out. Listen, I used to always, um, you know, tell my husband and some of my friends, I used to always tell them that every time I knew in my life that there was a breakthrough coming for me, a miracle coming for me, a situation that God was going to be delivering me from, I always endured some type of a storm right before it. (laughs) I always endured some type of chaoticness. Some type of confusion would take place within the situation of what I was dealing with right before my breakthrough, my miracle would come through. And we need to see the signs, my friends, as Christians today. We need to see the signs. We need to understand things. We need to look at things in the natural as it's being shown to us. But we have to take that to our Heavenly Father and the Spirit and be like, Lord, what do you want me to see out of this situation that is beyond the natural? Lord, can you please show me in the Spirit what's going on here so that I can deal with this situation in the natural. As many as you know, I've always spoken about this. Always ask God to see things in the spirit because when you understand things in the spirit, it is much easier for you as a human being in the natural to deal with those things in the natural. Many times we only want to see what's in the surface, but we never want to go deeper to find out what is really behind that situation. That's why a lot of times, even in life, when people are struggling in certain areas in their lives, we only see the person for what's happening on the outside, but we never ask the deep questions or go deeper into like, understanding that person's situation. So if someone is always walking around angry or upset or disappointed or depressed or whatever the case might be, we only see those attributes of them from the outside because of their actions, what they say, how they walk, how they talk, how they act, how they react. But we need to ask a couple of questions and dive in a little bit deeper to find out why is that person feeling that way? Why is it happening how it's happening? What we need to understand is those individuals, they have had struggles in their lives. They have had traumas in their lives. They've had situations in their lives that they haven't been delivered from yet. They haven't received help in getting through the processes of being able to overcome those situations. And when God is doing a work in us, my friends, he's doing a deep work. He's not just doing it on the surface. 
yeah, what we what we see is on the surface, but God is doing something deeper. And that's what God is saying here. He's like, man, if I was to sit here, prophet, and tell you what's going to come out of this, you wouldn't believe me. You wouldn't see that out of these ashes is going to come out beauty. You wouldn't see that out of the, this, this situation that's chaotic, all this destruction, there's going to be a rebuilding. There's going to be a revival. There's going to be a new community awakening, a new mindset, right? So God is telling the prophet, I'm telling you, what's going to come out of this is going to amaze you and everybody else. And even if I sat here and I told you what was going to come in a year, in two years, three years, four years, five years out of this, you would sit here and you wouldn't believe me because you would be like, Lord, you are out of your mind. How is that possible? Because that's not what I'm seeing. How could this become this? How could this possibly be this? You know what I mean? So God was just chilling. He was like, yes, it was happening. But you don't get it? What I'm doing behind the scenes is something totally different from what you're seeing on the surface. Let me tell you something, my friends. Our Heavenly Father is always working for us behind the scenes. And those are the scenes we cannot see, right? Imagine it as a stage. You know, we're watching a performance and when those when those curtains open, we see what we see on stage. But what we don't realize is behind behind that stage is a is another scene where crew is prepping up for the next scene. People are getting wardrobe on, people are getting new makeup, their wigs on, whatever the case might be. They're rehearsing their lines. Just things we're not seeing as an audience behind the stage of what's happening. And God is telling us, look, I know you're seeing what you're seeing on the surface, but what I'm doing beyond that is something you would never believe. Because what I'm about to do is miracles in those situations. What I'm about to do is an awakening in those situations. What I'm about to do is bring forth a new understanding of who I am as God. So even yes, prophet, in this chaotic moment, I see it all. I see exactly what's happening. I'm not blindsided by it. But I do know that before anything can be lifted up, Sometimes it's got to be torn down. And I know that might be hard to, to sound and hear, but that's the reality of things. You know, I was walking the neighborhood the other day when I go for my morning walks. And there's a specific house that, you know, was just a regular home. Nice little bungalow it looked like. And a company came in, a construction company came in, knocked the whole thing down and built a brand new foundation. I'm talking, they dug deep into that ground, took out the old foundation that was all crumbled, built a new foundation, building a new house, building a bigger house, building more of a solid house, building more of a better house, right? And I thought about that, and I was like, you know, in order for something to be lifted up, in order for the home to be better, the other home had to be torn down. That house needed to be 
dug deep in. Take out whatever was rotten. Take out whatever was decaying. Take out the foundation that wasn't solid, was cracked, right? Because when they were taking all these things out, it was like all this cracked concrete that was already there. And then they had to do a new surfacing, right, for that foundation and finally come and build a new block, solid concrete foundation to then build a new house. Listen, God has to do that with us too. He has to definitely allow us to go through a process. You know, many of us are seeking breakthroughs. Many of us are seeking miracles in our lives. Many of us are seeking um things that we're just seeking in life for ourselves, right? We have ambitions, we have dreams, we have goals, you know, we have desires of our hearts. And sometimes we're wondering, you know, why we haven't gotten there yet. And in the meantime, we're going through some things, you know, we're learning lessons, you know, we're being given a stillness. We're learning about patience, We're learning about anger management. (laughs) We're learning about, you know, knowing how to is to wait online for your turn. And as hard as it seems in the moment, because we want instant gratification quickly of everything, we're going through the process. We have to go through the process. So God is telling the prophet, listen, (laughs) what was about to come out of this, you're gonna be amazed. Your jaw is going to drop to the ground. But I can't like just right now even tell you everything I plan on doing because you're not going to believe me. And that's what happens sometimes, you know, to us today, even prophets today. I've had I've had people prophesied over my life. And I write it down, the prophecy that's been given to me. If it resonates with my spirit, I know it's going to come in due time. In God's perfect timing, even though I may be going through what I'm going through. And then it says here, For indeed I am rising up the Chaldeans, a bitter and hasty nation, which marches through the breadth of the earth to possess dwelling places that are not there. Well, I remember I told you guys that, you know, we had experience, right? The marching and the rioting and stuff like that that was happening and how the you know owners were like, how could this be happening to me? Why is this happening to me? How could they have, you know, burned down my place, you know, uh, broken into my win- my place, whatever, and they were crying. And God is saying, yeah, because see, this is what's happening. I see, <laughs> I see this bitter nation. You know, um, I, I'm not oblivious to it. I know exactly what's happening. But see, what we need to understand in the scripture is that the Chaldeans, that was another name for the Babylonians, right? Who lived in the northwest of the Persian Gulf. They had made a rapid rise to power around 630 BC. And they began to assert themselves against the Assyrian Empire by 605 BC had conquered Assyrian Egypt to become the strongest world power but they were as wicked as the Assyrians for they loved to collect captives they were proud of their warfare tactics and they trusted in their military strength so God is saying to the prophet look I am raising up you know I am raising up the Chaldeans a bitter and hasty nation which marches through the breadth of the earth to put 
to possess dwelling places that are not theirs. He's letting us know, look, yeah, I am right now because of what is happening. These people are raising up their own standard. They're coming up with their own rules. They're coming up and doing things that is hurting other people and affecting other people. It's hurting innocent bystanders, right? And God is saying, I see what they're doing. I'm raising up. It's like us when we saw all the marching and the protests that took place and all those young people. That's a young generation that's being raised up. And as wicked as we felt that it was, that they were doing things in our own mindsets that it was immoral, and how could they do that? That was their way of expression. That was their way of taking power, of having some type of power. That was their way of saying, we're no longer going to allow this to happen to us. We are going to take action. And listen, folks, sometimes the actions we take are not good actions. And I get that. We understand that. Sometimes our hurts and wounds inside of us that affect us have us do things that are irrational, that are immoral, right? These things do happen. But one thing I can tell you is that God sees it all. He's seeing everything as he saw it back then with this prophet. He's seeing it right now too and has seen it. And he says here, yeah, I get it. They're taking, you know, they're going to places, they're possessing the land, you know, they're dwelling places that are not theirs, right? We all saw how, you know, everybody just ran into Target, Walmart, all these other stores and took a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't theirs and ran off home with it. Yes, with those actions, some people were arrested. They had to face consequences, right? But again, God sees it all, saw it all, and continues to see it all. And he says, they are terrible and dreadful. Their judgment and their dignity proceed from themselves, right? Yeah. Listen, there was no dignity happening here. So, when people were outright doing things against the true meaning of a marching for justice, and you have some people that are in there doing things out of the league of what that organization wanted to represent whether they wanted to do it peacefully, whether they wanted to do it correctly, whatever. There will always be some people who will infiltrate the camp, like I would say, and bring chaoticness and try to bring this more destruction and think outside the box than what the organizers were thinking. So an example would be this. 
Listen, I'm an organizer. We're going to do a march because we want to talk about a specific um, subject at hand and we want to bring awareness. So we're going to do a march. We're going to have a banner and we're going to walk peacefully, right? Y'all remember Martin Luther King used to walk very peacefully, even though that around him chaoticness was happening and people were treating people badly. He still walked with a dignity. Well, God is saying here, yeah, I get it. You know, their their judgment and their dignity precede themselves. Cuz cuz they come outside of the will of their of their own dignity and it comes outside of the will of our heavenly father. So our heavenly father is telling us here, listen, I see it very clearly. I see everything very clearly. And he says, God the Lord replies, their horses also are swifter than leopards and more fierce than evening wolves. Their chargers charge ahead. The cavalry comes from afar. They fly as the eagle that hastens to eat. Listen, when it started, it was uh, was uh, just a few people infiltrating the camp, like I would say. It's like all of a sudden, more people jumped on board with that, right? Because there are some people who will follow other people's actions, even if they're not good actions. And he's saying here, like, yeah, I saw exactly what they did. I saw they came in droves. I saw that they were, like, just bombarding everything, hitting specific areas of community, destroying, you know, a whole block of, of retail stores, whatever the case might be. I saw exactly what they were doing. I saw that they were doing it in a way that just wasn't human-like. I saw, you know, that they were like horses, swifter than leopards. You know what I mean? A horse... A horse at times can outrun a leopard. That's exactly what this is saying. We know leopards to be very strong animals. Um, so he's saying, yeah, I saw they came charging in like there was no tomorrow. Like this was, it was doomsday. It was the end of the day and that's it. They were just going to go in there and do what they were going to do. God is saying, I saw all that. I'm not oblivious to it. I'm not blindsided by it. I know exactly what they did. And he's describing it. And then he said, they all come for violence. Their faces are set like the east wind. Wind. They gather captives like sand. They scoff at kings and princes are scorned by them. They deride every stronghold for they heap up earthen mounds and seize it. Yep, they sure do. And that's what he was saying. He said, look, I see that they're coming. I see they're here. They came from all over. And I see that they were really like hurting people. And I see that, you know, at times they did stuff that was unnecessary. Let's think about that Capitol riot, right? That happened in Washington, D.C. We'll never forget that. That's going down in history as well. We'll never forget that. People came from all over and their objective was to kill people when they went there and they ended up succeeding. And um, it says here, in his mind changes and he transgresses, he commits offense, ascribing this power to his God. God is saying, listen, I saw it all. I saw exactly what happened. They came in in droves. They came in against everything. The heapy mounds of earth against the walls. They have their own idolatry. They have their own ideology. They have their own way of being. And then here's the bottom line. The essence of that is that the gods we ask is what we want. So what they wanted was their own thing. They wanted to put their own situation at hand in place. So my friends, look, we're going to continue this conversation next week. I want you to read this again. And I want you to really try to understand why God 
is saying to the prophet, I see it all, my friends. Hi, and make sure that you join us right after the podcast at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Clubhouse as we discuss today's podcast. See you there. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the Word of God. The Word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.